internet. Hey, internet. Hi, well, internet. Welcome to a premature second session of 7C. I'm, I'm sorry, this doesn't usually happen to us. It's not going to make sense unless it was posted in the wrong uh, timeline. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> when last we left off, you guys had uh, murdered your way out of a jail. Yeah. Well, actually, you killed everyone except for one guy who's going to wake up to a horrendous scene. Oh, I did knock only. I did knock out that first guy and not kill him, huh? <laughs> I didn't actually murder either. the shit out of him. Uh, yeah. Set some guys on fire, and that's good. We always leave no, one no, no, for no. a witness. I Metal Gear Five. Fire doesn't kill anyone. Yeah, you did <laughs> extinguish it, but they're gonna have burns at the very least. Oh yeah, no, they're 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 gonna have a bad life, but. I've just condemned them to uh, a long life of torment and improper medical care. Also, that guy, you know, the smug guy might have not died. He might have just plunked his head and become paralyzed for life. Well, yeah. No, no, no. Smug, smug guy's dead. I, th- I think Matt shot to kill there. Yeah, no, Matt did. <clears throat> yeah, it was a good hit. <laughs> it's a good hit. I remember, I remember shots in the spine being described. That's not something you usually walk away from. No. Well, yeah, that's why he's paralyzed for life. <laughs> I think he also got shot in the back of the head. One way or another, we know he's not walking away. <laughs> no, we have to leave people behind so that we'll get great tales told about us. Yeah, that's how you get reputation or infamy. Right. So after you left, you went into San Cristobal, which was the former capital of Castile, by the way, before uh, before the Inquisition moved the capital to the Vatican City. Yes, it is literally that that close to the real thing. Huh. And you found that the dry dock, which I will describe in more detail since you're going to be trying to steal from it, you found that the dry dock was crawling with Inquisition, looking for you. Yay. And you met met a handsome man in his 20s named Juan del San Cristobal, or at least that's what he called himself. And he offered to help. However, that's not where we're going to be starting off. We're going to start off on the coast of San Cristobal, just off to one side, outside the city walls. A young woman covered in bullet holes washes up on the beach. That would be you, Charlie. Yes, I'm, I'm aware. <laughs> That's it. You wash up. Uh, no, one there, no one there to interact with you. You got, two, you got two dramatic wounds on you. Well, wait, does, uh, does be, what is the weather like? And would that reduce any of my dramatic wounds? I don't know. How does the weather interact with your dramatic wounds? I am. I have warm weather. Let's see. Uh, what is it? Well, I have two things. Let's. Uh, I have a warm uh, weather conditioning. So the wounds were not caused by sun exposure. They were caused by bullets. Uh, it just. I think it just says like I take. It's like cold weather conditioning. I just take less damage while in warm, cold or no, warm. You, you I, take I less damage due to warm weather. Okay. It was it was cloudy with a case of Inquisition steel. <laughs> I don't right, know. That's probably iron for the bullets. All right. And uh, the other one is basically uh, uh, basically since I am crippled would come up, I get to uh, one of my dice explodes even when I'm crippled because I oh. have the camel uh, star sign. That is really handy. <laughs> Alright, yeah. So you your the 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 chameleon nature of your zodiac sign don't don't look too far into that has uh, ensured that you're a little bit hardier and a little bit haler despite your many bullet wounds. 
She'll try and prop herself up. How many of her possessions does she still have? I assume it's going to be all that's listed on my sheet. Yeah, everything's soggy, but they basically threw you off the side, you assume, with everything. Yeah, with my compass, a map, and a bar of soap. You might want to get that map between some paper towels. Are those even invented yet? Uh, DC's 50. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, yeah, she'll stumble up. Is there a nearby a town? Yes, you're ne- you're nearby one of the single largest towns in Castile. Easy place to get lost in. And you recognize over the tops of some of the uh, the structures uh heavily crescent influenced architecture. Uh, how much does uh how much she does she know how the crescent populace is faring in Castile? Um the Inquisition will take any excuse they can to find a reason to execute them on site. It is technically heretical to be a crescent. Technically. However, if you don't cause any serious trouble, it's unlikely that they're going to come after you just for seeing you on the streets. Uh, yeah, she'll stumble her way into town then. Alright. You stumble. I mean, what is the uh, first thing she sees like, in town? Uh, the first thing you see is, uh, well, of course, it is the outer gates of the city. So you see a good number of market stalls and people coming back from their, fresh from their siestas. Yes, that is actually a thing in the Castillo of this world. And you smell it, you again, as I told the others last time, you smell the smell of freshly baked bread. And see a good number of uh, residential buildings along the back ends, painted in glorious oranges and browns. Alright. She'll, uh, actually, uh... Where do you go? What do you uh, look for? She'll look for any place where she can, like, a hostel or something. Mm. Alright. Or whatever you... the equivalent is of, like, a place where she can... Do you have any sort of, like, underworld knack? Uh, no. Uh, she has a navigating, but... Navigating's more of a sea thing. There's even a street navigation skill. Uh, let's Mac. see. Uh, if you don't have anything, it's going to be a straight witch check. All right. Dice don't explode. Except for one, because I, I am a camel. That's not a crippled thing. That's an untrained thing. Oh, okay. Two, two. I got a ten. Okay. So, with that roll... Uh, you cross a few back alleys. You find a few places. You find a few places that are rather curt and unkind. But finally, out on the out near the docks, you find a small hostel that is willing to take in basically anyone, no questions asked, but for a decent sum of money to be paid on leaving. Is like the money relative to the amount of stay, or is it a flat fee? Oh, it's called a flat fee. Right. How much? How much money do you have? None, but she can potentially dance her way into getting more money. Mm. I see. That's not what I want to hear. But she's a, da- a professional dancer, an entertainer. What, it, what implications do you think there is to that? Would you consider are you, her exotic? Are, are you yes. a private dancer? No. Okay. By the way, the, the, Castilli- the, the Castilian Nation book actually has a list of like seven different dances they do. Sarabond is 
French and traditional Zarabanda is forbidden. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I think John Luke has a problem, but now I'm just intrigued. <laughs> Shit makes sex look like a church. <laughs> uh, I filed all that was holy and then made uh, it fun fact, sacred. Uh, Preston Empire book also lists a bunch of dances, including a special dance that is only done with your intimate partner. Oh, oh my. But most of them are just, like, emotional things to implement, like, certain emotions. Ah, yes, the, uh, the dancing swan of a thousand backs. Ah, this is a dance, this dance is actually just sex. So, while you are negotiating with the hostel owner, uh, you see a somewhat pale-looking Francesca walk by. (laughs) She is gonna say a silent player because she thinks she is maybe seeing a ghost. No, not a ghost. She'll kind of look over, see Nadir, kind of tilt her head and be like, wait, is that okay? It's not not likely to find another Crescent girl this far into Spain. Yeah, and you you look at her, uh, she's got the same court card hanging over her head. Yeah, she's going to kind of beckon her fingers and and try and get her to come outside and not talk around the hostel owner. Is uh, she is, this ghost is beckoning to her. I'm beyond the grave. <laughs> kind of curses under her breath in the dark and walks up and said, Hi! Oh my god, I haven't seen you in so long! You should come to my room. I'm, I'm over on the other side of the city. She kind of grabs your arm, holds it tight, like, come on! Is Francesca one of those mean girls I hear so much about? <laughs> She went to a girl's school with other fate witches and got cursed doing it. Yes. <laughs> if Fair she enough. needs to be, yes. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Nadir obviously thinks that the, crea- the creator intended her possibly for her to die there and something got messed up and this is someone leading her into the afterlife. So ain't any fighting this probably. She's kind of like... Come on, I, I've got a room already. We can go. You don't need to pay any of your money. It's all right. Uh, Come I, on. I, Everyone else is there too. I, I am. I am kind sure. Kind of wiggling her eyebrows. I am. I'm. I'm. I'm glad they uh, let your people in here. You must have been a very good people. She, she's kind of quirking unless, her eyebrows, like what the fuck. Unless, uh, uh, I mean, can I have some more time? No. The hostile owner looks over. Are, are you trying to steal my sale, young lady? I will give you a gilder if you just leave me alone right now. One gilder? Five. You're Come getting on, there. I, I can buy a dress <laughs> for point two gilder. Five gilder is plenty. I'm fine. She passes over the five, and she's like, I, I don't know what your problem is, but I've lost I, a listen, lot of I, blood I, today. I, listen, Takes I the five know gilder I and slams the door fun, on you. Yeah. I, listen, I know I didn't say my prayers... Four times a day, every day, but... Okay, what is passing through your mind right now? I am not a mind reader, no matter what you may think fate witches really are. I I do not know what a fate witch is. We've been on a ship together for a while. I thought it might have come up. I know you uh, were sorcerer. Yes, yes. Irrelevant. Not one of my powers is mind reading. So you, you need to tell me what you're thinking right here, because I'm not connecting these threads. You have... I am dead. No. And you are dead. Also no. And, and you have come to... What makes and we you are think now, we're we dead? Have been... Like, 
she kind of pinches her. She's like, we are the far opposite of dead. We could end up there still, but I mean, we're not there yet. Promise, you are not dead. We do, we do not go to the same afterlife as you would assume. She kind of shows her rosary. She's like, just not going to happen. Uh, she actually leaves a sigh of relief. I guess it would be odd that I not make it into the into the Garden of Paradise. Francesca takes a real deep breath. Her her patience is a little tried right now, after the blood loss and the quick surgery and everything. Yeah, but you're not full of bullet holes. I know. She's still a little on edge. She's like, "You're not dead. It's okay. I'm not dead. I just lost some blood." Now, if you follow me, we're going to meet up with the others. And we're going to not make me have to spend more Gilder to make people forget we were here. Understood? She uh, cross, you know, uh, crosses you know, her arms across her chest and gives a bow. All right. Got 60 left. We don't, we don't need to go spending it willy-nilly, considering it looks like I'm the only one with real money right now. She'll kind of link arms with her to make it look like they're, they're, they shouldn't be bothered because they're obviously just girls going about after siesta. And she'll start heading for the, dock, the dry docks, assuming that's where everyone went to go pick up their boat. All right. So the two of you uh, managed to get your way over to the dry dock, where um, you, you find your, how many of you, three allies... Uh, Anne is off dealing with some more problems at the hospital. They're asking a lot of questions. You make your way over. To the, Go on. You make your way over to the dry dock, and you find your three allies and a, um, a young Castilian man in his twenties. Who's the kid? Excuse me. Hmm. Our new lookout. How old is he again? He, you'd estimate J- about twenty-five. J- James. You said you, uh, twenty, not twenty-five. I so said in his twenties. Okay. James, you miscalculated. There are uh, there there are three extra allies. Oh, right. You forgot the entourage. Yeah. Well, they're not really new. Wait. Three this guy is strictly there's new. The, there's the Castilian and the. What about Castilian also uh, what's her face servant? Oh, both the Castilian. Oh yeah. There's yes. There's Jesus. three Castilians present. Okay, you find <laughs> the rest of your party except for Anne. <laughs> and and her helper. Yes. Yeah. Also, also, this new guy's here. What'd you promise him to let him come with us? Just kind of looking over at Valentine. Uh, he wanted to be a lookout, and he can be a lookout. Alright. Also, he's more going to help, help us claim our ship. Yes, more importantly, that. Alright. She kind of look, nods her head over. Look who I found on the way back from surgery. Yeah, obviously right. an excellent navigator. <laughs> you found your way back to us. Uh, I'm... She thought we were dead. Reasonable assumption. We thought she was too. No, no, no she thought I was a ghost. You are Look spooky. She looks... I, I think that's the blood she's lost. That too. Go, go, a little ghost. bit pale side, dare say. You're lucky. I I like all of you on at least some level. So, what are we doing about the big herd of black robes and not liking magic over there? Ah, uh, well, we could try the direct route, but uh. Oh, Juan? Yes. You know the stock, right? Yes, I do. So as I see it, we have two goals. Get the boat in the water, and ride the boat out of the dock. I might be able to help with the first one. We are entertaining all possibilities right now. How well do you know this city? 
Ah, I sent a messenger here to commission a boat once. I see, and that seems to have worked lovely for you. I mean, we did get the boat, at least. How many boats do you own? I I have a small dinghy off the coast. He looks embarrassed. <laughs> no, you made him blush. The point is, he um he points between some of the buildings to a massive uh, crescent-inspired building in near the center of the city. It's got it's got these tall spires and minarets. It's got stained glass windows with uh, designs of a crescent style. That is the Turbe Malik, the Crypt of Kings. It's very fine. I am surprised that the Battacini let it stand. They have been of two minds on the issue. The military was instrumental in keeping it safe from the Inquisition. It's a fort to them. I'm sorry? It's a fort to them. More or less, yes. And there's a great number of relics inside that the uh, military are very proud of very proud of taking during the crusade. The first one, anyway. So what's this to do with our ship? The crypt has a series of catacombs below it. And if my maps are correct, I believe one of them leads under this dry dock. So we're going to crawl through dead people to get to our ship. That's through and more near. Well, where does it terminate? Hmm. It should terminate. He well, he moves out near to near to the opening out towards the water of the dry dock, sneaking a peek around. To be more clear about what this building is like, it's uh, basically a large wooden barn with an opening on one side. There's a pulley system on the inside that's uh that pulls ships out of the water and up rollers to a flat part. The flat part is hinged so it can turn down into to become another part of the ramp and let the ship roll back into the water. So it terminates in the ocean? No, no, not quite. I believe it should take you under the ramp. If you're willing to do a little bit of... Uh, Pickaxing. Not a lot. A little. They've covered it up since? Not so much. Was there a cave-in? There might have been. It might be a sealed tomb of a... More more like the catacombs were dug a little bit too far and neared the ocean, so they cancelled production on that tunnel. Hmm. Well, if there's no... Harm done to the catacombs themselves. I I see no problem with finishing uh, their work. I could, um, if it is a matter of boots of of uh, raw strength to force that issue. Niklas, would you be willing to commit to that part of the plan? He shrugs. If you desire it. Thank you. Anne and Mr. McKeeran tore apart the wall of our jail cell. Oh my, you are very interesting people. Ah, hadn't, hadn't mentioned that before, yeah. But we have an accord. I don't ask, you don't ask. <clears throat> we certainly can't tell, apparently. 
Uh, I think this will work out. This will be a good arrangement. So what do we need? We need some some under the some take the catacombs to get on the other side. I assume we've got to wait for the Inquisition to leave. Or we could just make a break for it if we if the ship is fast enough. She should outpace I mean, anything once she hits the water. Well, right, but they're all up in it right now, aren't they? Like, uh, be chasing them out like rats. Hmm. I suppose it is possible that you might be able to get someone into one of the cannon holes without being noticed if you come from the bottom. Almost all of their attention is directed out forwards toward the sea. Are there... An exceptional amount of um, there an exceptional amount of guns that would be pointing our way. Cannon guns, to be specific. Oh heavens, no! You'd be under the ramp. There would be no guns pointed at you. No, no, no. I mean, once we are on, once we are at sea. Uh, let's see. There are very few actual naval batteries, and if the ship is as fast as you say, well. You shouldn't have many problems at all. Very well. I'll crawl through some catacombs if we absolutely have to just get out of here. By the way, you notice something interesting, uh, Francesca. Mm-hmm. The primary strand on this man is green, and it's a strong one. Is it pointing to anyone specific or just off into the distance? Off in the distance. All right. He, in sort of a nervous tick, he knocks his hand against the wall of the dry dock, making a wooden knocking sound. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Nadir is uh, notes the uh, wooden arm and can guess what this guy d- has done in the past. Right then. So we'd uh, be in uh, teams, I suppose. Or you reasonable. Could, or you could take all of yourselves down to the catacombs. How, how dangerous would these catacombs be? Any of the... Any spirits? Well, I'm not much to be superstitious. He smirks, no, noting... All, all of you know that the Castilians tend to be quite superstitious. There How be... big are they? The catacombs? Well, they go from the center of the city to I, here. I mean, where we're going to be going through. Are we talking, you need tiny people, or can, like, Declan here get through them? Mm. Mm. Never actually come out this far on my trips down there. There might, uh, be, there, there might be some tight squeezes. Well, actually, you mentioned maybe needing someone to, to sort of root around in the bottom of it. Uh, might be able to give that a shot. Any particularly strong people may want to go with Niklas here on destruction duty. Now, there is a somewhat hampering factor that I have not mentioned. Go on. The Turbe Malik is closed to the public. As I would expect. So how do you plan to get us in there? You seem like capable fellows. If I can do it with one arm and half a brain, so can you. 
Who is currently in charge of the Tebe Melak? Well, in charge, I suppose that would be the, uh... Hmm, that is a tough question. The local Don, I suppose. Don Aldana. She's going to look to Elise and be like, is that anyone important that you know of, even? Does Elise know of this person? Uh, yes. The the entire, I think, seventh or eighth of the country you're in is the Aldana County. In particular, you know that the, uh... The Aldana he's talking about is Don Francisco Guzman de la Dana, a, a noted confidant to the king. Don Francisco. The very he, same. He is a confidant to the king. The the boy king, I assume? Yes. There is there is but one king. Many dons, but one king. <clears throat> well, I've crawled out of the top of a jail cell today. Can't say it's not going to get any more adventurous after that. Out of character, do we have enough uh, people to man the boat now? <laughs> that, that's what I was going to ask, yeah. You could get I mean, a it's obviously a, a skeleton crew, but... You could get it going in a direction, and given enough time, you could alter its course. With, what, our nine people? Right. You, you would basically need to um, have one person below doing below stuff. But the rest of you would be needed on the rigging and helm. And probably, yeah, we can't, we won't be, wouldn't be able to use guns and steer at the same time. Yeah, you basically, you basically have to choose one or the other if you get in combat. <laughs> yeah. All right, but at least, as long as it's at least plausible, we can pilot this ship. We're piloting this ship. Is any of you an uh, experienced helmsman? I can. Pilot somewhat. Elise just shakes her head. Mm. My man of Adachi can, but doesn't help us now. He knocks uh, his hand against the wall. Technically speaking, I'm something like one ninth ship. <laughs> okay, I like him. Uh, well, I can. Fair, fair bit of cheek in this. We have a deal. How hard can it be? We'll figure it out. Before you ask, no, and if we're running a crew with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine of us, we'd jump it around the rigging like a spider monkey, but uh, I could probably manage it. The Phantom of Rain can handle it, I promise. I will say with the utmost regret, though, that I'm not exactly qualified for any of the role on the ship. Just do what Mr. McKeeran says. You can take hold of a rope. You've got a job on there, okay? I suppose. So what are the things we need to do? Uh, we need to get our way in through the catacombs into the... Into the catacombs. Through the catacombs into the... the Under the ship. Let loose the ship and get one of us on it. And that person, you know, keeps the ship in place while the others jump on. And then uh, we sail away. All right, but but that means the people in the catacombs are doing the ramp. Uh, who's doing the crane then? Hmm. Would that be whoever's rooting around in the ship? I suppose. Hypothetically, if you can create a distraction of some sort, the people who get under the ramp can just come out from under the ramp and cut the ropes. Distraction, you say? Oh, that will be you and me, princess. <laughs> You I are suppose... good at lighting things on fire, after all. 
She actually gives her a look, a very pointed, shut-up look. Wansar presses against the wall and holds his arm defensively. <laughs> yeah, she gives like, she 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 gives her a very pointed like shut the hell up look. She's gonna stick her tongue out at you and sit back. I see that uh, there are some secrets shared among you that some of you may not know the significance of. <laughs> no wonder, no wonder. Uh, so, Mister McKiran, was it you're coming with they're, me? They're gonna be a fight. Of course, there's going to be uh, a fight. When isn't there yeah, a fight? Yeah, you're, uh... No, no, I'm in between those two. I have no desire to fight with the princess. I will re-educate her on the severity of my circumstances later. Oh, by the way, uh, just, yes. in, just in terms of uh, game terminology, princess, if you're not a Sandoval, is a bit strange for your title to be. If you're um, if you're trying to be high nobility for your whatever your territory happens to be, the typical term is Donya. Donya? Yeah. The female version of Don. Okay. Yeah, I mean, she she did come from, like, super high nobility. Yeah. Uh, Probably. Yes. If you're talking about sneaking around in the bottoms, that's uh, I'm with you there. I might as well go. With, uh, uh, there's only one thing I can really do for distraction. I don't think the authorities would take too kindly to it. I see. If you get my saying, you're a bit of a walking distraction. You know, being who you are. All right, then, you fellas, come with me. And Declan, you feel a familiar twist in your stomach, but you aren't actually impelled to action. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Uh, One thing before you go. Can you uh, point us in the direction of the... Powder storage for the dock. The dock's powder storage? Oh, what do you have planned, Captain? Need you ask? I think I see where this is going. Let's see. Powder storage, powder storage. He points off to a shed well separated from the... um, Well separated from some of the major docks. It's not too far off from the, uh, the shipwright's office you were in, though nearer to the front of the dock. Okay. Oh, this is going to be fun. Do you have any friends here? Um, I have casual acquaintances. I don't intend to murder anyone, but things may become escalated. No, no, I understand. I certainly have no friends in the Inquisition. That is good. We also have no friends in the Inquisition. Somehow I figured. Just in case you were wondering. He claps his hands together with a dull thud. Let's put it into action, then. Right, so what's the what's the sign, then? Like, need something to know that you guys have traversed the catacombs? Hmm, that's, that's a good point. Uh, did she, uh, like, a? Uh, Dieter looks to, uh, to Francesca. Is there anything you can do? I'm, I mean, she's just kind of staring down at the new guy, and she's like, I can fight. I can go anywhere you guys need me to go. I'm small. I'm not terribly hurt at the the moment. Oh, no. It would be easy for you to 
do it. Hmm. You have any ideas? I'm willing to do whatever you need. Is there like a no? Because that just tells us when we get there. Uh, damn. Yes. I can. I say, is there a bell on the ship? But that just tells them that we're at the ship. Yeah. Elise. Yes. Do you by chance have a mirror? Let me let me see actually. Like a hand mirror or something. I'm sure she does. Give me a second. If you don't, just spend like two gilder and you have one. She's, she's going to look around. What would be like the highest place she could get on that someone on the ship and whoever's in the catacombs would be able to see? She, yeah, so, so, so she does happen to, uh, to, uh, take from her belongings, uh, probably like whatever, whatever, uh, sack that, whatever sack that, that, uh, Noles goes carrying around. Okay. And pulls out a hammer. Uh, here, an alternative. As and, well, or in a backup, I should who, say. Who's going in the catacombs? Suppose I have to. Okay. Who else? He hands his uh, blooded pistol to Declan and uh, unloads it. Load uh, the pistol when you get through. When I think you're through, I will uh, retake it, and then after three minutes, we'll begin. So keep an eye on it. That's fucking clever. Uh, sure. I can only do it once, though, so I'll try to wait a little while. Uh, yeah, so, hold on. Out of character, like, it's me, uh, Nadira. Yeah, no, I want to know the groups out of character. And, I need to figure out what we're doing. And, yeah, write uh, down in the chat, all, what, what, write down the chat what team you're on. I'm on, I think, I think everyone, but, uh, everyone but, uh, the two are on Team Catacombs. Catacombs is break shit team. Yeah, yeah. Ca- catacombs is uh, travel under. Yeah. Okay, so Nadir, what's the new guy's name again? Juan. Uh, Juan. Juan. Okay, Juan. Juan so, lives here. Well, yeah. Yes. Juan, <laughs> Juan of, of this place. Juan of first of all, yes. <laughs> in, so, in a very Juan, similar way of Leonardo Nadir. da Vinci. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's like a, a Imardo Vincetti here. Yeah, it's Leotana Vincenti in this game, but you know. <laughs> yeah. So, Nadir, uh, Juan, they're going in the catacombs, and then Valentin and Elise are going to blow shit up, and what is Declan doing? He's going through the catacombs. Oh, he's going into uh, the catacombs. No, I thought I was sneaking around uh, under the ship. Also that. The, oh, okay. Uh, the, okay. Cat- the catacombs come out under the ship. Oh, and then they're going to keep going to the ramp, and I'm going to stay there and be on the ship? Or you so, sneak to the controls while everybody else prepares to go to the ship? Right. Okay. Okay. So just to be clear, the dry dock has ramps up the side, and the ship itself is sitting on a flat plane with a, with a uh, ramp going down to the ocean that's steeper. The controls twist that ramp so it's a straight line down to the ocean. While it's not straight, though, there is a hole between uh, between the side ramp and the changeable ramp. Under that, like under that hole, is where the catacombs come out. In theory. Okay, so Declan's going to be sneaking onto the boat to hopefully get the ramp out to the ocean. Then everybody else is going to be coming through the catacombs to get back onto the boat the secret way. Is that how I, that's how I understand it. Is that in any way correct? Basically, anyone who's coming out under the boat is going through the catacombs. Okay. 
So then I'm just sneaking onto the ship itself to cut probably some stuff that's attached to it or whatever. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. Okay. Okay. Well, someone so, has to lower it, right? Um, the cutting at, of the ropes is. Right. It's not actually suspended off of the um, of the wooden plane, but it is attached by rope to some of the walls, so it doesn't just tip over. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to give one of the mirrors to some of the people who are going in the catacombs. I guess I'm... Because I'm essentially the only person left out. I'll stay up here and keep an eye on the Inquisition. And you can flash the mirror once you get out of the catacombs. And you'll essentially let let me know you're on there. And I can start trying to sneak onto the boat. And so maybe it, might, keep... it might be safer to go through the catacombs if you don't yeah. have something to do in the dark. Yeah, I mean, I'll do whatever. I mean, we'll I do a just... daring escape, but... uh. Yeah. Fine, I'll go through the catacombs. I just figured the mirrors could be some sort of uh, silent way to let people know when you get places, but the gun's also a very good idea. Okay, so it looks like basically everyone in the plan that is not Valentine or Elise are going through the catacombs. Alright, I like that. When we get to the end of the catacombs, I load the bullet and uh, signal to them that, uh, that we're ready to go. Yeah. Or Valentine will just, after like an hour or two, he'll just grab it and give. That'll be a signal. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but we're getting onto the boat to cut the rope so we can actually get out of there. So Juan indicates that you guys should follow him, and he starts moving through the crowd. All right. Yep. And he seems to know the guard patrols pretty well, and he is aware of how motley your crew looks. As he uh, as he leads you through, he leads you through a few uh, guard patrols unnoticed. And finally, you make it to the gigantic wooden double doors of the uh, of the tomb. I don't suppose we're to knock. <laughs> you, you could. You don't want to know what you might wake up. No one to answer you, but Crescent Kings. Oh, there's no one. No one actually in it. Like, literally. well, there might be some caretakers, some guards, maybe. Depends on the day. So, how do you get into here? Um, sort of looks around. I usually break a window. Alright. Let's find an unlooked at window. Yeah, you guys take a look around, and in the back there is a a glass frame that has clearly been repaired many a time. (laughs) Here's the one. Uh, so start is, looking is it around. high enough up that we have to like climb up to get there, or is it? No, nah, it's it's or... uh it the ledge is just above head level. You can you can scramble up pretty easy. Nadir says her prayer for tonight because obviously we're gonna need it. <laughs> All right, so I assume you guys move in. Yeah, provided uh... there's nothing wrong with me being short about it. No. Nah, okay, good. good. Uh, I'll go. I'll go first here. All right, make me a stealth check. The roller loaded my bed. That's fine. Everyone who does not have dice, get some dice. I I have the dice roller. I have a mountain of d10s. It's 6k3. 6k3, not bad. Uh, 24. 24, also not bad. So, you managed to swing the leg over... You managed to uh, pop loose a couple of the boards and swing a leg inside. 
It's very dark in here, thanks to the boards covering most of the small window you came in. But this appears to be the caretaker's quarters. And on a bed off to your right, there's a scrawny-looking Castilian man sleeping. Uh, he's going to kind of lean out the window again, you know, put like a finger to his lips, like a quiet, and then hand on his the side of his, or, you know, like the sleepy motion, you know, like... Okay. Hand on oh, you're making head. it look like you're asleep. No, yeah. he's saying, be quiet, there's someone asleep. Yeah. No, yeah, I know what you mean, though. The universal, I'm sleeping sign? Yeah. And uh, then he will kind of move over to where the guy is. Because if he does wake up, it's going to have to be dealt with rather quickly. All right. Everyone so is, there, is, there, is there another a spare pillow or some kind of blanket around? Yeah. Just to muffle him in case he maybe decides to scream. So, yeah. <laughs> Just push the pillow into his mouth until he stops yelling. <laughs> All right. So, everyone, make me a finesse check if you don't have stealth. Ah, luckily, finesse is one of my good skills, but I am unfortunately still crippled, so only one of my dice explode. It's rare that two dice explode anyway. Alright, so that's one exploding dice, so I got 17. In What'd you get? Hold on, I got a re- The dice roller does not know how to handle one exploding dice, so... Uh, so <laughs> Only 17. the one. Uh, what's 17 plus 7? Enough. 22. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. It is 24. Oh, yeah. I'm little Rods, don't blend me. <laughs> oh, do our companions also have to roll to get in? Nah, it's fine. Alright. Alright. So, uh, you guys manage to swing your legs over the windowsill and make it in, landing with an, only a light tap on the carpeting inside. Um, the, the Eisen bodyguard makes a little bit of a cracking noise against the, uh, the window pane as he tries to force his bulk through. But he does alright. The caretaker is not changed. In his awakeness status, <laughs> Deck was got the pillow raised. Like, oh, I hope I don't have to freaking smother somebody today. <laughs> Just once, That's not I want to envision my day going. <laughs> Just once, I want to go a day without smothering someone. <laughs> right. Yeah. So there is a door near the window that you can easily make your way to. I make my way to the door. The We're gonna down. slowly creep out. <laughs> All right, you make your way out, and you enter the grand hall of a beautiful crescent cathedral. The walls, the ground are inlaid with crescent designs with gold with golden filigree. The what little light coming through the stained glass making it shine over the entire room. Francesca's in awe. It's so pretty. It is, I am sad. My 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 countrymen cannot. Cannot not know the interior of this place. Along lining the walls of the place are a number of well kept, polished relics of crescent make. Urns, pottery, tureens, even crockery. Is there anything of like religious significance? There's a number of things of religious significance, yes. Question, is it? Kosher to steal something if it's a in a cathedral if it if it's being taken over by a people who don't like your religion. Hypothetically, it would be within the bounds of your religion to steal back a religious artifact from people who stole it on a crusade. Okay. I'm gonna see what 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 things she can take. Uh, sure. I won't make you make a roll for that. 
There's a yeah. couple of there's a couple of fine sets of prayer beads you can easily pick up with you. Yeah. Oh, any uh, whatever their version of the Quran is. Uh, yeah, sure. You you find a couple of crescent holy texts. Yeah. No, there might be a specific name. I know their actual religion has like a specific name that is not like just the religion of the Crescent people. Right. I just don't happen to remember it at the moment. I can look. Oh. Not right, even back so. on the sea, and we're pirating already. All right. Oh, uh, it is called, their holy book is called the Ayala Tamar. The Ayala Tamar. Sounds legit. Yeah. Or, I don't realizing know. it'd probably be hard to pry the gold off the walls, Deck, we'll just start looking for, uh, for whatever exit there probably is to the catacombs. Alright. Oh, Elahi Tamar. Neat. Alright. And you do see that um, in the near the center of it, there is a large stone edifice with a with a uh, stone gate resting on the front of it. It appears to be so a big big focal point of this great hall. So something you'd have to like push out of the way. Yeah, it it would it would take no small amount of effort to get it open. All right, big fella, come over here with me. He points to the Eisen guy. Nods. Um, having him w- opening with you will give you a free raise on the check. Okay. Which is to say plus five. For anyone who doesn't know what free raise means. So this is just uh, brawn probably, but the large bonus? Yeah. Brawn plus large bonus plus five. That's uh, an 18 plus his five is 23. All right. Very nice. With his help, you manage to not only open the edifice door, but lift it off the ground slightly. So that the bottom of it doesn't grind against the uh, the delicate designs on the ground. However, you do notice that apparently this door has been opened less gracefully in the past. There are large scuff marks across the floor. And as you open the door, a cool, stale wind blows out, filling your noses with the smell of dust. Francesca's going to make the equivalent of the sign of the cross for the Vatican. Declan probably has some some she-based superstition uh, involving the dead. I just haven't thought of it yet. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so he'll just kind of, you know, after they put the stone back, uh, just motion for everybody to go, and then, you know, motion for the, uh, the ice and bodyguard to stay behind, because I mean, they're probably going to need to roll it back, I assume, if such a thing is possible. Um, yeah, there is a hand, there is a handle on the inside. A rather large metal affair. More for utility than for decoration. More for, holy Christ, I'm locked in the catacombs, let me out, oh god. Right. There's no, there's no cast in here. Yes, it's, it's worth mentioning, there is no actual lock or catch on this door. It's just meant to stay put by virtue of being heavy. So, you guys head down? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We roll it back. Alright, you guys head down, and um, it is very dark. Very, very dark. Did any of you bring light stuff? Can we just reopen the door and look for a torch? Uh, there are no torches in... One of the things you notice is that there were no active torches inside. Okay, we didn't just miss a chance to grab the torch. Alright. I don't. No. No. Unless I hit my sword against something and make sparks to set something on fire. 
I, I, is that how that works? <laughs> that is. You happen to hit some blint, I mean, yeah. No, the entire catacomb is flammable. <laughs> <laughs> just burial shrouds go up all uh, around. Yeah, us. we just need something okay. flammable. You just that need one. something flammable, some flint, and I can use my sword. Does Juan have anything? Uh, Juan sort of smiles sheepishly and pulls out a small book of matches. He lights one, and the glow barely illuminates. Gotta lose me other sleeve now. By the way, um, yeah, Nadir is holding the book very tightly because ain't no way you guys are fucking setting this on fire. All right. Uh, we've got no no sort of uh, like oil or any kind of uh, thing to keep it really going, but. Uh, he's already one sleeved. He'll just go sleeveless, and uh, you know, just, just like a Gotta some kind of like, those guns. Yeah, you, you can you can have a stick around. Yeah, you, you you find something. You find either a stick or something stick like. You're hoping it's not a femur. <laughs> and you manage to make a makeshift torch. It'll let you go for a little while. He's going to be completely blind, and uh, let's just. Uh, we should probably. Move rather that fast. Goes, you guys can last. have my other sleeve. Reduced to rags, a lot of us. Mm. Uh, well, I have uh, clothes under my other, uh, under my other clothes. So, and my uh, actual clothes are a little bit waterlogged. So, all right. So you uh, you start to move your way down into the catacombs. As you make it down to the main catacomb hallways, you start seeing set into the walls. Burial holes. Burial. Um, is there a word for those? Uh, you mean like just little holes where they stuff bones and shit? Uh, uh, I think S- some of those, are, uh, some that have uh, full uh, bodies in them. Uh, uh, it came up, it was in a thing. Uh, there, there's a goddamn word. Think, or something like that. Ossuaries, maybe? Yeah, ossuaries. Do you the think there are like... 7,000 of in Skyrim? Yes, those. <laughs> yeah, I think those are ossuaries, I think. Sure. Do you also mean like the French tunnels where they have like the bodies in the walls, or? Uh, yeah, just like uh-huh. there there are holes in the wall to store bodies. Well, no, I mean like the walls are made up of bones too. It doesn't have that. Okay, good. The the, the walls here are rough hewn stone. All right, you start moving down, and it becomes quickly apparent that this place is not environmentally sealed, even with the door behind you closed. There must be openings here somewhere. You hear whispering and you hear hissing of air moving from place to place across you, kicking up the smell of dust, kicking up the smell of ash and bones. Looking at the walls, you see cut into it ancient and some not-so-ancient crescent bodies. At least you assume they're crescents, since this is a crescent tomb. And when I say not-so-ancient, I just mean the bones aren't crumbling to dust. You aren't seeing any, like, recent dead people here. Oh, okay. And as you make your way further, Juan carefully considering which way to go at each turn, each intersection, you hear actual whispering around you. Conspiratorial whispering. Declan will hold up a hand. And now I'm going to cut back to the others. Valentine, Elise, the others just went off. What are you doing? Hmm. First things first, I want to find a cask of pitch. All right, you can buy that easy enough. Do you want to steal it? Oh, you can just buy it at the dock? Why wouldn't you be able we'll to just... buy a cask of pitch? 
What is a pitch? Pitch is tar. It's used to fix holes on ships. Ah, uh, okay. And and basically waterproof them. Well, isn't it flammable though? Um, so are so is wood. I believe pitch is flammable. Flammable is what I'm going for. <laughs> is pitch flam? Is pitch perfect too on DVD? <laughs> I don't know. What's the answer? <laughs> that's uh, that 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 that's flammable too. Uh, okay, uh, pine pitch you that uh, you see a lot is very flammable. It's made from pine resin. Okay. Yeah, screw it. I'll go buy. A, I'll buy like a thing of pitch. I'm looking for about a 25 pound keg. Um, probably got they're because you're not dealing in huge bulk. They're probably going to uh, they're, they're probably going to ask a little, little bit of a higher value on that. Call that 10g. 10 G's. Oh. Whatever, I'll steal it back later. <laughs> you know, rum is flammable, and if you have any left over after you're done, I'm just saying. Uh, fair point. I'll buy a big bottle of rum, too. What, what, what are you, just communicating with alcoholic telepathy? <laughs> <laughs> no, but Declan has been a good sport about all this. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's there, she probably uh, at least probably can't find any like incredibly fine wines. Doubtful, but uh, yeah, look for a big bottle of rum. Well, look at that. Declan's got two people willing to buy him rum at this point. Saying it's the both of them. I don't even believe in this Madison bullshit. <laughs> All right, so you buy a good a good amount of rum. Five G will get you a lot of rum. Okay. Um, were you looking for powder storage, too, or are you going to default to rum here? Uh, we're going to be doing that, too, but first thing I want to do is I go to a hidden spot. All right, you go to a hidden spot. Yep, and I tear open a hole in the fabric of reality, and I put my cask and rum in it. Well, that's what we're doing at the hidden spot. Yes. How, how much uh, room do you have in that spot again? Up to 30 pounds. Ah, I see. <laughs> I wondered why you were so specific about the amount you were buying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, right. the, the the pocket holds up to 30 pounds of things. At my rank, anyway. You're not in such a dangerous situation that I'm going to make you make a roll here. I wouldn't figure. If I screw it up, I'll just try it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, once again, you thrust your fingers into the flesh of reality and pull it apart and shove a cask of rum in the hole. I want I want the pitch and the rum. I yeah. think a cask of pitch and a, and, a, and some <laughs> rum. So, I assume then that we'll be taking that to where they keep their powder cakes. Well, no, we'll be going to where they keep the powder kegs. This is just in case. Ah, I see. In case of well. When when the powder storage explodes, they're going to be looking for us. Correct. And if necessary, we put the pitch on the ground and we stand behind it. Oh. Oh, that is brilliant. Thank you. Me puffs up a little. And unless you think of anything else we need... Let us head to the powder storage. No, nothing that we need in particular. Just how much of this are you able to control? Um, 
I can control three sources of flame. Would the powder storage be one? Yes. Okay, well, maybe that one will be big enough. Let's go scope it out, and then we'll see what we have to do from there. She nods her head. I have not done anything quite this explosive before, though, so... It was first time for everything. Well, yes, it is just... Uh... I do not wish to be caught in the explosion. Uh, fair point. I imagine we'll be fine, though. Hope... We'll start heading towards the... Uh... <clears throat> so I think toward the power storage. Give me another brief rundown of your plan, so you understand this thing you're happening. Um, basically light the uh, light the powder storage on fire. Okay. Run toward the end of the docks, away from the ship, to lure as many of the Inquisition towards us as possible. Okay. Put a uh moat of pitch down across the dock. Okay. And then uh. Try to catch the boat as it goes past. Okay. Sounds legit. <laughs> All right. So you head to the powder storage? Yes. Yep. Okay. Give me a witch check. Keen senses applies if you have it. It's a perception test. Not my thing. Seven. Sweet seven. Where's my... <laughs> there are some oh, yeah. things that would not miss. Yeah. <laughs> like a man who was hit, a man who performed an uppercut in the current phase. That would hit that. Seventeen. Seventeen. All right, that's good enough. So Ellie's, while Valentine is a bit puffed up and smug about the plan he came up with, you notice something about powder storage. There are a great. There are a number of casks in there, and they are of course held off in a in a. The door is of course locked, but you can look into the window. There are a number of casks in there, and on the ground there are a few hastily drug off imprints of casks taken away from the powder prints on the ground around them. I think we have a small problem. And what is that? She motions to uh, what she's what she's seen uh, the scuffs on the ground for. I do not believe the powder is kept in that room in, in that storage anymore. Or at the very least, not nearly as much as it used to be. Is there still some powder? There's still powder, but it appears as though some of the powder has been taken hastily. Hmm. It's at this point that I'm going to cut back to the people in the catacombs. All right. All of you give me perception tests. Keen senses apply. Okay. Wits. Yep, wits. Fourteen. Fourteen. Doing math, sorry. Math is, math is usually a sign of your that you rolled well. Yes. Um, twenty-four. Twenty-four. Okay. So... You guys are caught in an intersection, a four-way intersection of a, that goes very long and straight lines in all four directions. All of you can hear the conspiratorial whispering of people behind you. Francesca, you hear snorting. Angry snorting. Like, like a, a pig or some... What are we talking? An <laughs> <laughs> it's not an orc, Charlie. 
I'm assuming it's hu- human? No. Okay. It's hard to tell down here, but that is not a human sound. Well, that, that, that that's kind of a good thing, because I've never heard of a human snorting angrily. However, you do you do all hear a voice from... It's hard to tell. It echoes throughout the chamber. Who are you? Can we tell what direction it's coming from? It just bounces across the catacomb walls. It's hard to tell. Could I tell what direction the snorting was coming from? You were having trouble there, too. Okay. Declan's keeping his mouth shut. Yeah. I can see you. Show your face and we'll show ours. He just said... Shut up. I realized how stupid it was as it was coming out. Who are you? Uh, what accent does this that person have? Definitely not crescents. Beyond that, it's a bit, it's a bit difficult to tell. Alright. Can I see any kind of thread? Any colors? Hmm. Hmm. Oh god, you're sounding intrigued now. Do you? Can you see threads going to, going from people you can't see? I, I mean, to, to I can see, see the... Like, to see a thread, do you have to be aware of the position of someone? Um, g- give me a second. Otherwise, you would have a perfect way of, uh... uh strands see- have a type and strength, which can always be seen. The types, blah, blah, blah. The strength is ranked 1, weakest 10 to strongness. Strands have endpoints. If the person at the other end is not visible, you can only see the direction of the strand. A strand cannot be altered if there's a court card on it, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So I assume you need to, yeah, see them. So, yeah. You- yeah, you can see a like you can see that there are strings around you, but it's hazy. You can't see where they're going, but you do see green. Green being the color of authority. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just to tell the audience and such. Oh yeah, sorry. Just gonna kind of hit Declan on the shoulder and be like, I, I think someone's got a cadre of people all working for him. Leave this place. That's what we're looking to do. You have you have no more authority to be here than us. I dare you to defy me again. So we're just gonna uh, take our leave, just in the other direction. One, uh, uh, w- which which way do we go out here? He looks around nervously. Which 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 way did we come from? The, he points behind him that yeah. way. Okay, okay, uh. Wait, is Juan's green thread going to the same place as the other green threads? It is not. It appears to be going up. Alright. I... Mm, he points in a direction. I'm afraid that is not acceptable. Please turn back. We promise we're not, we're not going to take any... We just need to move on through... Nobody needs to worry about anything. Question, do I feel compelled to follow this order? You do not. Good sign. Let's... Nah, nah, we we keep going. Yeah. I was afraid you said that. Alright. Everyone make me your favorite active defense role. Uh... Which is your wits plus one KO for each point in your favorite defense neck. So two plus uh, six K three. Uh, can I make it? Can I make it like a double parry? 
Um, what's double parry do again? Uh, Remember that does something special. You use it with both weapons. You have to have both weapons to use it, but if you successfully active defense, you get a uh, drama die that can be used before the end of the round in combat. And I can uh, immediately draw both my weapons instantly because that's the special thing about uh, uh, scimitars. They have, basically can be quickly drawn. Uh, sure. You can do double parry. Right. Like, wait, was there a penalty to it, or is it just... Um, no. Just do the roll. Alright. So, Adire, as the person who rolled the least, all of you hear from one direction in the catacombs a furious howling, and then the tracing of what sounds like ivory on stone. And that tracing gets louder and louder, until finally you see for just a second before you can put your guards up what's making the noises. Coming into your radius of light, you see the face of a tremendous bull charging down the corridor. Like an actual legit bull? An actual legitimate bull. Is it a bull or someone who may be shapeshifted into a bull? It's a bull. What can I say? (laughs) Actually, to be fair, I should roll randomly since none of you actually beat his, his attack. Okay. Declan! Declan, take the bull by the horns! <laughs> uh, take 27 flesh wounds for me, would you? Uh, okay, so that's, uh... It's a brawn check. Plus, does... No, it's toughness. It gives you a bonus on brawn checks for wounds. You mean resolve? No, uh, the toughness advantage gives you a bonus on brawn checks to resist... Oh, oh yeah. ...flesh wounds thrown into dramatic wounds. Alright, so it's... I just... 3k3 and uh, try to get over 27, right? Yep. And you can spend drama dice if you like. No, no need. 44? 44? Oh, jeez. <laughs> right, so it stampedes through you. It launches its horn into your gut, but you manage to take a hold of it before it pierces any of your organs and just sort of roll under its feet. It stomps you a little bit, and it hurts, but... You don't take any serious damage. And the bull heads off through the darkness of the, into the darkness of the catacomb across from where it charged you. Who put a bull in these catacombs? Don't know, but I don't like it. Crazy Castellans, it seems. Castilians. If nothing else, you amuse me. Who do you work for? Ourselves. Who are your enemies? That bull. The bull was a cautionary measure. No one comes down here without having enemies. You know what? This isn't going anywhere. The Inquisition, you daft fucker. Oh. And at this point, a um, a rather large... A, a, a rather large... Um, what nation? What nation? Usrin? Uh, no, the not Usrin. A uh, rather large Vestin. Yeah. He comes in holding a large cask under his arm. He stands about six foot tall, large bushy beard, a smirk on his face. His hair comes down his back in complicated braids. 
Hello there. Hello to you. Looks way up at him. Looks eye to eye with him. Looks mildly up at him. <laughs> he sets down um he sets the cask down and sits on it as though it were a very small stool. My name is Sigmund Trigvasen. What are your names? Declan McCarran of Carrig. Francesca Direnia Vestini. Nadia Fidale Demir. Very well. Are any of you familiar with the Guerrilla Alliance? Can't say I am. Do any of you have any sort of, um, any sort of vested interest in the underworld? Knowledge not, of it? Not really. Other than I look for the, the Corsair. Corsair. Yeah, Corsairs, but. Salvatore does, but Salvatore is not here, so I mean. Uh, nope. Okay. Why is it then that the Inquisition are no fans of you? Well. I'll allow these had... two to speak for their fucking selves. She's just gonna pull out the sword to deck and spread it. She just motions to herself. He looks at you, raises an eyebrow, takes out a notepad and a small pencil. Francesca Diranya. Puts it back in his pocket. So. Long story short, I'm a bomber. I bomb governmentally important buildings. So that's not rum you're sitting on, is it? No, no, no. Only the finest black powder. How am I supposed to drink that? <laughs> to this point that another large man, an ooser in this time, uh, sitting, uh, standing six foot one, comes out of the shadows from the direction the bull ran. He's covered in a, he's covered in a pelt-like cloak. He's a small black goatee and shoulder-length black hair. What are okay? So uh, Francesca's trying to hide a really bad sneer. So uh, Nadir came from a uh, border region of uh, you know that a region that borders uh Brucer. So would she know what the deal with this guy is? Um, it- all of you know to some degree or another that Usarins are capable. Some Usarins are capable of magic. And those of you who do know that, know that that magic takes the form of shape-shifting into animals. She will uh, actually greet this guy in actual Utheran, one of the languages she speaks. Ah, oh, this is a surprise. The uh, Dubar region uh, borders a uh, borders Uther, which I am from, borders Uthra. I see, I see. She's just kind of staring down the vest and not liking that he wrote down her name. And at this point, a small Avalon woman in, uh, in basically burglar gear comes out from another direction still. All right, you feckless wimps. Stop jabbering about. Let's go. Oh, uh, you are bombers, right? Yes, yes, we are. What's it to you? Well, uh, just so you know, if you hear another explosion, that's... Uh, uh, one of our men. We need a distraction. She smirks. Sorry about the bull act. May I ask why you wrote down my name? No. She's trying... If it could happen, steam would be coming out of her ears right about now. Hey, you're looking at this guy. You can see where the green line goes. Well, I, 
I'm pretty sure that everybody's green eyes go to the Vestin. No, actually, the green lines go to the Avalon woman. Really? Hmm, very nice. Very nice, very nice. I like uh, a lady in charge. And the Avalon woman has another green line still that goes out towards the surface in some direction. She's kind of grinding her teeth, knowing she so, shouldn't push uh, it. We'll be on our way, then. As long as you don't mess with us. We, we just are uh, planning to excavate a part of the tunnel to get us to a uh, ship that we have docked. Ah, yeah, I know the path. She uh, indicates um, in the direction she came from. Take one st- one path to the right, one path to the left. Keep going on straight past the next intersection, and you're there. We're going somewhere fairly near and to there. Right. Well, we have people in the uh, you know, where the powder stores are being held, so. Hmm. If- well, what do you know? Did you happen to come from there? A while back, sure. It's where where it's where it's where old Triggy here got his uh, seat. Is there enough to cause a distraction left there to cause a distraction? Uh, we don't plan to cause a distraction. No, I mean left at the site. Oh yeah, sure. We only took a little. We didn't double book the powder, so to speak. Yeah. You know, as much as we may not be the ones in charge, I'm sure no one would be averse if you three came with us on our boat. <laughs> oh, that would be funny. But we're much more into bombing zoning boards, shipwrights office, things like that. Whatever suits your fancy. Well, it is. If we are ever in port, happen to be in port again, we... It's a nice to know we have some favorable contacts we can get in with. And uh, she'll uh, take, you know, pick the, you know, she put, take the book she was carrying off the ground, dust it off, and then uh, give a bow to them. And they uh, nod back and fade back into the shadows. All right, let's uh, continue forward. You I- have any idea about these, uh, these guys, uh, Juan? She just sort of shrugs. I do know that that went a lot better than it could have. It would seem the Inquisition has has unified many people against them. It would seem. It's pretty easy to make people hate you when you're awful to them. It's the the natural consequence of being a giant pile of arseholes. I don't like big, tall, blonde, and braided writing down my name, though. Maybe he maybe he wants you wants to know his future later on. I do that too, oh, yeah. but that's nothing about the sort. I'm sure that's it. Absolutely certain. Anyways, let's make us pace. This we do not have. We do not want to be late for our import, our appointment. That's correct. Who knows? Maybe if they bomb near enough to us, they'll break the rocks out of our way. Takes the the ball out, but doesn't put it in the gun yet. All right, let's let's do as she said. That that match up with uh, your reckoning of the tunnels, one. Yeah, sounds about right. All right, so you make your way on, and you can see you the uh, the tunnels get smaller out in that direction until you're almost you almost have to turn sideways to get through them. But finally, you see a speck of daylight, the beam piercing through the uh, the darkness and through your radius of firelights on your dying torch. 
there's a few holes out into the light. I believe this. Yeah. All right. So that'll be a bronze check. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. All right. So you manage to take some nearby blunt instrument, perhaps your dying torch, and just bring it against the rock. And the ocean, the ocean air has made it a little bit weaker. And finally, you manage to break it open enough that any one of you could squirm your way through. Uh, yep. He will step out and start loading the gun. Okay, you load the gun. You don't have to do all uh, quite as much as the others do because I assume there was already powder and primer packed in there. Well, I, I think it's mostly like that. He just needs to mark it in some way that that Kevin's character can recognize. You know, so just yeah, you know, put the ball in or whatever. I, right. I don't know how this thing worked. As me, it doesn't take like the twelve actions it normally takes <laughs> someone to load a gun. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fine. He just take the ball out. Basically, always if he pulled the pistol out and it wasn't loaded, he'd know something went wrong and to wait. And I guess he's sneaking over the side towards the uh, towards the boat itself. Okay, so you guys manage to uh, start sneaking. Are you gonna try and get in the boat before you put the, everyone puts the plan in action? I know I was at least supposed to be there because I'm supposed to start cutting rigging. Sure, you're a stealthy man. Try and make a stealth check. At some point, like an hour to an hour and a half after they left, uh, Valentine will take the pistol back. Sure, I'll cover that as he uh, goes through this next action, then I'll cut back to you guys. And 16, I think I'm going to spend a drama die. Okay. Makes uh, 21. 21, very nice. All right, so you managed to break your way into uh, the wooden undercroft of the dry dock the ocean lapping at the bottom of your boots. And uh, you find a decent moment where you don't see red boots moving past the opening from below the ramp to uh, pull yourself up and onto the outside of the boat from under the ramp. And uh, make me a quick climb check. That's finesse or probably or brawn, which uh, they're how, the same. Never mind. Yeah, how do you climb? <laughs> do, you, do you climb like... With big grabs, or you, do you like deftly leap from handhold to handhold? Uh, in this case, probably the the deftness part. Sorry, with the All right finesse, finesse plus here. climbing. Yeah, uh, that is a nineteen. Nineteen. All right. So you managed to, um, yeah, you you managed to clamber your way up the side of the ship using a plank after plank as handhold. You have to stop and be very quiet for a moment as an Inquisition member passes directly under you, carrying some sort of uh, carrying some sort of box or another. And just as you grab the bottom of the uh, the bottom of the cannon hole, you feel a weight disappear from your pocket, and you clamber into the to the boat. Time to start the show. Yeah, they'll start cutting whatever needs to be cut. Yep, I will get back to you in a second. That, that, that was the plan, right? Pretty much just as soon yeah. as the pistol gets pulled, just start cutting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone else. Basically, he, said he was, was going to wait three minutes from the time he pulled the pistol and then start the show. Sure. Okay, so he'll wait two minutes and then start cutting. Sure. Do the rest of us need to start climbing on there then? Uh, that depends. Do you think you can do it stealthily and efficiently? I can certainly try. Or you can just it, wait for the scene. Yeah. Depends on how much action you want to throw in there. Yeah, I've got 4K too, so I mean... You can go out there, pop a few Inquisition heads. Who knows? 
It's a party. It's drama. You can do whatever you like. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and climb up there, because if it were, she can poke people off the side of it with her quarterstaff. All right. Make me climb, check. Uh, 18, 20, 24. 24. Very nice. All right. You move quickly enough that you don't even need that much of a stealth check. You, uh, you grab the top of the ramp, slide yourself out whip around it, jump onto the side of the ship, and just climb your way up into the cannon hole. She's just going to be walking around quietly, making sure no one bad tries to climb onto the boat that doesn't just need to be popped off and back into the water, or back down for a fall of their life. Sure thing. All right, Valentine, Elise. The pistol comes out, and there is a bullet in the chamber. That is the good sign, yes? Yes, it means they're in position. All right, then wait three minutes, and then start the fire show. Indeed. Yeah, he'll go up to the the barrel and uh, the closest one and uncask it, or uncork it, and try to basically get it all over. All right. Nice big path to the door. Sure thing. To the door of what now? Of the storage. Oh, God. So we can trigger it from outside. Oh, God. <laughs> See, I was imagining you just lighting up those casks, not the whole storage. But sure. Well, yeah. I mean, we're going to light up the casks. That's what's going to go off. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> I got that much. <laughs> yeah, you uh, you make a trail. And yeah, uh, it actually occurs to me there's probably not torches in there, are there? I just no, need there's... for you to light the match. Fair enough. Yeah, just head outside and start walking towards the uh, walking towards the dock. All right, you do that. And yeah, he'll light a match once they're maybe. I don't know. He'll look to uh, Elise to figure out when they should light the match. Uh, she looks a little bit unsure, honestly. <laughs> that would be the arson skill or the bomb making skill. Well, all we need to do is is she needs to get the fire to the uh, powder oh, by yeah. the door, right? No, no, the, the things she isn't she isn't sure of because she can do that. Uh, the things she isn't sure of is how far they should be from it. Uh as far as you can control the fire, and then we run. You know, she'll do that. And that's forty plus feet away. All right, three, two, one, and she'll to basically uh, throw the flame. Uh, the powder trail. All right. As you run, um, you um, <laughs> as you run, a group of five inquisitors breaks off from the front, having seen you start running across the dock, and they follow you with muskets. Oh boy! Not good. Not good. Not good. Just as they break the line of the, uh, just as they break the front line of the docks, moving towards the shipwright's office, though. Your trap goes off and blows them into the sea. Better? Better. Oh, gods. The powder storage explodes with tremendous sound and fury, blowing the shed completely apart and sending fiery wood raining across the dock district. (laughs) Most of the Inquisitors in that dock are coming for you now. (laughs) Yep. Right. I hope there is a part of this plan after this. Uh, 
Maybe. <laughs> we'll go to the, uh, basically running towards the longest dock that, that is between the, uh, ship and the exit to the harbor. Okay. They have a rather long dock, um, yeah, they, they have a rather long dock that's used to service the giant man-of-wars that used to comprise most of the Castilian Armada before they crashed it into Avalon. Okay, then, uh, yeah, he, once they reach the head of the dock, he will uh, tear open into the pocket, grab the barrel of pitch, and hand it to her, then draw his sword and dagger and uh, prepare to meet them. She, uh, when, when, when it's handed to her, she, 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 uh, sags and nearly drops it on her feet. But, uh, but grunts and, uh, like groans and, and, uh, pulls it up. Mode of fire. That seems like the best move right now. Uh, alright. I'll protect all right. you while you get it ready. Uh,. Yeah, I guess she's going to start working on creating a wall of fire. All right. All right, so I'm going to call that... Um, so you've already dumped the pitch? I, I mean, it, it's tar. It's not going to be easy. <laughs> yeah, you, you, start drooping, <laughs> you start drooping the... Um, you start drooping the molasses-like substance out the front of the barrel top just as a small squad of Inquisitors runs up to you. Pulling blades on you. Get close for guns, switching to knives. These are fencing weapons. Not very good fencing weapons, but sabers and foil and sabers and rapiers nonetheless. Rolling initiative real quick. Alright, it is so rolled. Okay. It rolled as well. Alright, you're facing up against a small squad of inquisitors, each with fencing weapons. Anyone going on one? Nope. How about two? Nope. These guys do. Alright, they rush up to you. Um, who's standing in front between the two of you? Valentine. Alright, they run up to you, Valentine, and they start um, attacking from all angles. My passive defense is 20. Alright. While holding a dagger, at least. Alright, you receive ten flesh wounds as uh, they manage to dodge their blades around your uh, parry. Because while effective, it is still rather difficult to parry five men at once. Yeah. So ten flesh wounds, make me a brawn check. Does active defense come after... uh... Yes, active defense... uh, Active defense comes after um, I make the roll and tell you what it is. Okay, so can I use active defense now? You'd have to use two of your future actions, but yes. Then yeah, active, I'll try that. Yeah, active defense only works if uh, yeah. if you you have a die showing the current phase. I would have held one if I had one low enough, but yeah, understandable. All right, let's see. Do I want to? Oh, that's a tough call. I should probably just do a standard parry this time. Okay. Twenty. Shit. All right. Ten flesh wounds. <laughs> your active defense is matched to your normal defense. Okay, and then I fail my wound check and take a dramatic wound. All right. You start taking a few scratches as uh, you try to speed up the pace of the uh, the pace of the bout 
but one of, them, one of them manages to duck his blade under your defenses and pierce your side a little. Oh, I swear, you steal my boat and now you stab me. It's his boat? Yes, it was mine before and it is mine now. And it will be mine momentarily. That means... They uh, they they move back into attack position. Threes. At least. Me. Do your thing. Uh, let's see. Um, you managed to get at least a, a, a single line of pitch onto the okay. dock before they came up. Okay. Uh, As it stands, though, Valentine is in front of it. Um, let's see. What do I have? Eight. Um, can I hold an action at all? Yeah, you can hold the action. The, uh, the value of the action will increase with the phases. So at the start of phase four, it turns into a four instead of a three. Okay. Yeah. Um, she, uh, after, after this, she's just like, she's like, Valentine, Valentine back here. Uh, just a moment. All right. Fours. They got fours. All right. They're going to make another attack at you, Valentine. Now that they know you're the owner of the uh, ship that's been put under heresy order. Yeah. All things considered, I don't think it changed the playing field. That's a hit for another 10 flesh wounds. Well, damn it, James. I take another dramatic wound. I'm crippled now. <laughs> All right. You attempt to parry again, and one of them dodges to the side and pierces the side of your arm. It's getting hard to defend yourself properly. Oh, that is not going as well as I had hoped. But it's now your guys' turn for the rest of the round. That's good. I will use my five to uh, strike at the... Is there a way to tell how strong they are? Uh, they appear to be fairly competent. I mean, like, to tell how hard it is to hit them, and... Uh... Um, they are particularly hard to hit. I think 10 to 15 range. Okay. That's good. I just, I just want the... If I take one raise, can I hit the two guys who uh, hit me? Yep. Okay. I'll take brute, one raise and... There's a brute squad, so taking a raise lets you take out another one. Fifteen. Fifteen. Sure. Yeah. Um, do you have any way to describe it, or should I? I'll say he, he'll... Uh, He'll lead with the dagger, uh, catching their sword and pulling it aside and uh, striking each man in the chest uh, with a large flourish. All right. They fall back, screaming into the water, tumbling off the sides of the dock. I only give blood willingly. And then he will use his other action to get behind the... Uh, uh, the tar line. Pitch line, yeah. yeah. Okay. It is now uh, round, round eight, and Elise, you're the only one with actions. All right, I have two actions. First one is going to be set the uh, the pitch. Okay. And then the second one is going to be push the fire forward. All right. Um, suppose roll me finesse plus feed. Okay. And take any additional raises ahead of time if you want to. Uh, no, I mean, I think she has enough power to control a huge fire. Okay. As it stands, it would only be taking out one if you succeeded. Okay. Without um, taking additional raises. Uh, nah, I'll just keep it at uh, at one. Okay. Fourteen. All right. Good thing you didn't take those raises then. Yep. 
yeah, you push the fire forward in a small gout, and uh, one of the Inquisition members, confused, catches fire and leaps into the water, screaming. But I guess now there is a huge wall of fire between the, the Inquisition and them. Mm-hmm. All right. Now we run again. Yeah, you, you hear from outside the Inquisition, outside the wall of fire. Did that fire just jump at us? And uh, Valentine, you you feel a familiar tug, the, the the tug that only happens from one port mage to another. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. If if they aren't immediately pressing, then he will use bring to reach into a reach into the world and pull it through. All right. Roll me a roll me a bring check. See how quickly you do it. Fifteen. All right. You open up a you open up a hole in the universe, as usual. You reach in and you pull out a small box that just says "Good morning" on the top. Good morning. It's like a present box. All right. He'll open the box. Uh, at the moment you open the box, you hear a hissing noise. A uh, hissing that is soon shared by uh, the vision of a small grenade with a burning fuse. What do you do? Uh, throw it toward the fire and run toward the end of the dock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, roll me a witch check to not get caught in the explosion. <laughs> I mean, I could also just kill the wick. Oh, yeah. Uh, roll me... is, is the wick burning? The wick is burning. That'd be wits plus extinguish to do it fast enough. Okay. Uh, okay, I guess, well... Would he throw? I guess he wouldn't throw it in the fire, being afraid it would uh, explode immediately. But he will drop it and start heading toward the back of the dock. Oh, hands! And uh, she'll uh, yeah, what's plus extinguish? Okay. Yep. So. Oh, good morning to him. Wait. Oh, okay. Seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, let's see. Is that fast enough? I'm basically just going to roll an attack roll for the grenades, see if it burns fast enough. Alright, it is enough. The, uh, the, the wick cancels out. The fire goes away. That raises quite a few troubling questions. I think perhaps there is someone like you working with the Inquisitors. It appears there very much is. And they'll keep heading toward the end of the dock, I assume. Yep, she hikes up her skirt and just running as fast as she can. Gonna leave the grenade there? You know what? what? If it's not lit... Yeah, I mean, if it's not lit, might as well. It's going in the pocket. Sure. Okay. <laughs> That's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you open up the stake of the universe again. <laughs> and I'm going to cut back to uh, the others. Uh, Nadir, do you want to try to climb up with them while the distraction is happening? Yeah, sure. Okay. So, I do not think I have... Yeah, I don't think I have climbing. Do I? Oh, no, I have climbing. All right, so, yeah. Climbing. Is it finesse? Uh, sure. Finesse. 
plus three is six. And I got 21. Okay, yeah, you make it up into the uh, cannon. Inquisition rushing below you, trying to figure out the source of that explosion. All right, and you guys make it to the top decks. There appear to be no Inquisition actually on the ship, or at least not anymore. And you're free to cut the rigging at your leisure. Yeah, Declan will bark out, like, where in particular they need to start cutting stuff. All right. Cutting the rope is easy enough. Declan, make me a rigging check to do it quickly. Can I assist? I have rigging. Uh, whoever's and, best at rigging. I have rigging in scimitars. Uh, I have one in rigging, so... I have, I have three. I are good sailor. Okay, yeah, I have, like, one. Declan is best rigging. Roll rigging plus wits. 17. 17. All right, you direct everyone fairly efficiently, including the others as they climb up the other side. The various servants and allies. Uh, once uh, Juan believes you have it handled, he immediately starts climbing up the mast and hops into the crow's nest. But with every rope you cut, there's a deep lurch. The ship moves forward towards the end. Uh, should, does someone need to like mess with the rudder or something to like keep it from tipping over? What's like? I'm not sure what's happening. Well, I think that, we're moving forward. Yeah. That, that question is immediately met with movement. As you cut one last rope and all the others snap free, nearly whipping up at your face, cutting across your chin, the entire ramp lurches forward and you all feel the uh, deck you're sitting on arc towards the sea. Do we need to make a balance check? Uh, sure, if you like. If you want to stand on your feet. Sure. I think I am. Uh, 19. Give me a second. While you're doing that, I'll just tell you what's going on. You, um... <laughs> yeah, um, the sudden lurching forward moves the ramp into position, and suddenly suddenly the ship is rushing down the rollers into the sea. The sea spray comes up the front of the masts and, uh, and douses you in familiar salt water. The Phantoma Rain is seaworthy and in the water. Everyone who got a 15 or better, you're standing up, clinging to something. Yay, 24. Yay, 17. Yeah, 19. Juan is dangling from the crow's nest by his legs. <laughs> and, and the various servants are in a pile near the helm. But you have the ship, and it is almost effortless to, uh, well, there's a fair amount of effort, I suppose. But the wind catches into the sails, and you manage to, uh, you manage to rudder the ship around pushing it towards the dock that is currently on fire, more and more on fire, and more and more full of Inquisitors trying to figure out how to get past that fire. Yeah, I guess I guess Declan's probably the best helmsman they have right now, so just, you know, yeah, right now. he's trying to, trying to get as close as, as humanly possible. Alright, roll me a, pil- uh, you know, roll me a pilot like, hey, check. You know, grab grab that gangplank, get ready to heave it over, like, all that well, sort of he'll, shit. Well, he'll, he'll, he'll... As they come near, Valentine points toward the open ocean and uh, basically motions for you not to stop. What are you? What are you doing? Just trust me. The fuck is he doing? He's the captain and no a noble. No one ever knows what he's doing, and it's a wonder we even follow him. All right, you begin to sail direct. If you follow his order, you begin to sail directly past the dock. The uh, the wood almost scrapes against uh, the side of your ship almost scrapes against the wood of the dock. And uh, what are you up to, Valentine? 
Valentine, he he steps back about eight steps from the end, end oh, of the no. dock. I think I know what's happening here. <laughs> Donya, let's go. And he grabs her hand and starts pulling her towards the end of the dock, putting his dagger away and holding his sword. In, in case I haven't expressed this before, I am a very bad swimmer. It's okay, just jump. Oh, gods. <laughs> As he reaches the end of the dock, he uh, points the hilt of his sword up and pushes a hidden button on it, and a grappling hook fires out of the uh, hilt. <laughs> Roll me a swinging check, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> He deserves that. Oh, shit, it doesn't explode, but I get 11. All right, 11, that's good enough. Also, take a drama die. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, the, the ship rides forward, and you manage to um, jump off away from the spot the grappling hook lands on. You swing forward towards the uh, the bow of the ship, and you get just far enough on the arc to hook one of your legs up and into the cannon hole. He is out of his fucking mind. <laughs> and yeah, he'll he'll help uh, push Elise through where he grabbed her under these shoulders. Yeah, and uh, Nadia will help the captain up. Yeah, and you guys are on the Fantoma Rain, and you're sailing away. Magnificently done, sir. <sighs> Thank you very much. Uh, we met Someone some... take this fucking wheel before I have a heart attack. He'll head uh, up to the helm. <laughs> we met some uh, gorillas in the underground. Mr. Valentine, I have never been so scared in my life. Well, you haven't been serving with us that long, so I'm sure we'll top it. I I would prefer not. Perhaps. It's enough to make you retire to a farm. It really is sometimes. Oh, you know you like being on the ocean more than you would like tilling soil. I, but I think I'm an exception. <laughs> All right, so you leave port, a small dinghy being towed behind with Anne Holmvik in it. Oh, good, we brought, we brought her. I was going to say, the, the, the last order she got was, if you don't make it back in time, meet us a couple miles upshore. <laughs> okay, yes, that, that makes more sense. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't, uh, the doctor, I can't wait for the doctor to get here. Yes, I've sprung a few leaks myself. So where are we supposed to be heading now, Captain? That is an excellent question. Also, I believe this ship is in need of a uh, new flag. I almost, I almost want that 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 has been the end of the session. All right, yeah, me like, too. Like, uh, Valentine saying that. That is an yeah. excellent question. Credits. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, it's like oh, is that, I was waiting for James to say that was the end of the session. I, oh, so I, I, I have one more to thing. Decide whether to do something really, really mean to that sentence. <laughs> yeah, and lead something dramatic and terrible. <laughs> I was like, one more, one thing you'll, we meant, we'll mention before then is, uh, Mr. McKeeran, when you have a moment, find me the biggest and meanest and hungriest rat on this ship. I have a package to send. <laughs> <laughs> take another, take another drama die, you asshole. <laughs> I fucking know, sir. However, I do have one last cliffhanger to leave you guys on. So, fast forward a couple of uh, fast forward a couple of hours. You've left bay. You're all feeling a little hungry, regretting the fact that you didn't bring any supplies. Sorry, James. May I uh, interject here? 
If it would you be, keep if it, the fucking rat? If, if, if it would be a couple of hours, that there is one thing that uh, that um, at least would be doing. Sure. What's up? Uh, she's going to uh, step up next to Francesca and just be like, "Now that things have calmed down, can we talk for a second? Why? Because it's important. <sighs> all right. All right. Talk." She's she's avoiding tapping her toque. She's trying to be nice. Do you remember what I said? That I am dead here in Castile. I was trying to be teasing. I didn't mean anything by it, but I understand. You're not the only one with magic in an area full of people ready to kill anyone. No, 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 no. You don't understand, which is the problem. My kind of magic is... Found exclusively in royalty. Castilian royalty. Yes, Principessa, I understand. So please, um, um, amongst mixed, mixed company, don't let on who I am. And no harsh feelings. Nothing ill will was meant. But by the Lord above, learn to wear pants when you're on a boat. It'll make everything far easier for you kind of stalk off. I'm sorry. Were you the one that went that 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 paid so much into this ship? No, no, I, I don't I do not think so. This is not a fight Elise wants to have. <laughs> She's just gonna stop and turn around and look at her and say, I'm the only one bringing income into this ship, so I would close that pretty little mouth. Actually I dance. We would not have the ship if not for me. Again, once your money is gone, I bring in 500 gilder a month. So close that pretty little mouth. Captain, we'll get along get... fine. Captain, could you put this haughty nope, this haughty lady in her place? Odds, I, I really don't Which... imagine they did it in view of the helm. So well, yeah. <laughs> I think, but apparently I'm in here as well. <laughs> I, think, I think it's getting louder at this point, though. It's, yeah. At least it's just like. It is only a matter of time. Very quickly, the tower is bringing in ample supplies of money. Because around this time, the captain uh, calls uh, Declan up to the helm. Found two more rats. Uh, I hope that'll be enough. Excellent job. Uh, here. And he reaches down and tears a hole in reality and pulls out a huge bottle of rum. I brought lunch. <laughs> Always did prefer a liquid lunch. I'll, I'll ignore, for the moment, the fact that you took it from... I, I'm not even sure. It's always been sealed. It should be fine. I have no idea. Wash it off. Honest, I don't much care. <laughs> and he'll, uh, he'll take the tip of his sword and cut the seal and uh, offer the bottle to him first. He drinks what could be called a tremendous or possibly even prodigious <laughs> amount of it for handing it back. <laughs> Valentine drinks about half that much, <laughs> and then uh, hands the bottle back to him to pass out, and goes back to helming. All right, is everyone good? Can I do my cliffhanger? Sure. Elise <laughs> yeah. just, just returns to her quarters. All right. Just, she just muttering on, in, in Vidachin about stupid, stuck-up princesses who don't know how to wear pants in proper situations. <laughs> who is the stupid, stuck-up princess here? 
Everyone, all of you, everybody but Declan, but me. <laughs> everyone but Declan, and that includes Valentine. <laughs> no, I, I'm not. I wouldn't say deer stuck up. So time passes. Several hours pass, and you find yourselves in the in the uh, in the brunt of a rather not dangerous but taxing storm. The rain coming down, the wind blowing across your mast. There's a few times you have to bring the mast down, or they'll. Uh, rip apart and you see a boat in the distance or rather Juan sees a boat in the distance with his telescope at the top of the rat's nest because he's because he has refused to come down from it since he left and he tells you that there is a ship approaching with a black flag showing three skeletal arms each with a knife in their fists thrusting down into a thrusting down into a cup do I recognize this symbol Yes, it is the Brotherhood of the Coast. And, you'll, and audience, you'll learn more about that next session. Along with the us, presumably. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just going to tell them. <laughs> All right, right, get out of the call while I record this. <laughs> yeah, everyone leave. Dear audience. <laughs> Beloved audience. <laughs> Pay more to our Patreon audience. Have, have, have I mentioned that you're looking particularly uh, fetching today, audience? <laughs> You know, we joke about it, but that actually could be a pretty cool idea if you started the uh, the chat with, like, a, a message to the audience without us here. Yeah, I, I have been considering it. Like, this is, one of the, this is one of the systems where I like doing GM bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so it was a little bit impromptu. How'd everyone like it? I liked it. It was fine. It was fine. Good. Yeah. Okay. Any questions, comments, suggestions, complaints? Will the no. gorillas come up again? I assume they will. Of course they will. Maybe not those particular ones, but it is a large organization. It might as well be them again. <laughs> it, might Pretty be solid. it might as well be them again. <laughs> I'm still really grumpy. Ignore Francesca being grumpy. I'm grumpy that the big giant Vestin man wrote her name down. <laughs> you don't get the right to be grumpy about it. Yes, huh? Because it might no. hurt my precious baby, and I don't want that. You, you were all just like, oh, hey, princess with fire and magic, around people who don't even know. The only the person students. we didn't know was Juan. Exactly. We and from what we know Juan. of him, he, he knows. Yeah. But there's we some shit don't. with him. Like, Declan will discuss that later. <laughs> like, we I'm weren't a... around, like, random people. The only new person was Juan, and, I mean... And also I... maybe Nadir didn't know like, she was hey, a fire princess. You've been on the ship how, together. Uh, if you weren't a complete asshole, you could tell me whatever, and then I'd do it. Yeah, something yeah. like that with this dude. Yeah. Valentine is just lucky that nobody else really knows about port, of, port magic, or he would have to do some explaining do of his own. Yeah. <laughs> what, what is it, basically hell you're reaching through? Well, even aside from that, <laughs> the context is also important. Oh. Yeah, there, there is an important <laughs> bit of information that, had you guys known it, there would be more questions. Yeah. But I think he's starting to, to piece this together. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Also, also, also mention after. Is there a after. demon in the fucking room now? There's no, always no, a demon in the room. Exactly. Is this how Declan's going to go out? The, the demon is alcoholism. <laughs> In the hangover you get if you don't drink enough water while drinking the rum. There's no water, only the sea. Wait. It's not it's not water you can drink, though. Alright, yeah. so, all of that said, good night, Internet. Good night. Good night. Good night.